0: hey everybody thank you so much for checking out today's episode of coming up in my sneakers today we have tabia charles collins and she is an entrepreneur and she is actually best known for competing in the 2008 olympics which i am dying to talk to you about um so welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for coming. Of course. So let's dive right into it. I can't wait to learn about you and your come up story okay. and uh, where were
1: you born? So I was born in Toronto, so outside of Toronto. So I'm where in i exactly? from Canada. Uh, East York General Hospital. Okay. I uh, grew up in Pickering. So grew up in okay, Durham. I'm nice. Durham girl. Nice. Um, lived there for like 30 years. Um, then moved to Ajax with my husband. Nice. Yes. Where did you meet your husband? So I have known him honestly since I've been 15. Oh, yeah, high yeah. school. Um, so high school, we also did track and field together. So oh, we nice. competed together. I always saw him at track meets and so on and so forth. And so we've been friends forever. Um, and then when I graduated from uh, University of Miami, I came back. We became closer than friends. And eventually here we are. We are married with one baby and one on the way. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Um,
0: okay, so you're you said you're, you grew up in Pickering, right? Yes I did. And uh, do you have any siblings?
1: I do. So there's four of us. I'm the last Ooh, of four. Okay. I was kind of like the surprise or mistake baby. So ah. my brother <laughs> <Pleasant> surprise yeah, <laughs> My brother's fourteen years older than me. My sister is ten years older than my other sister's eight years older than me. <gasps> okay, so you definitely Huge were gap, like yeah. a nice,
0: pleasant surprise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing, and um, so growing up, like, were, did they kind of did it? Did it almost feel like you had maybe like uh, five
1: parents in a way, or were your siblings your siblings? Oh, one hundred percent. So, my siblings were always like they would take care of me, of course. Where I'm the youngest of four. My parents were, you know, heavily at work and things like that. So, um, it was like having five parents, but it was wonderful. We all grew up pretty close, um, super close to my brother. Like he's much older, but would take me everywhere. Like with, he went, oh, with his nice. friends. Um, so it was a really it was really great growing up.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and um, you went to the Olympics for track, right? Yes, I okay. did. Yes, so I did, did were, like when was it? Like, were you just a, a runner or like a track and fielder from like a very
1: young age? For sure. So actually, I did all sports. Um, at first, I actually did soccer. I was a dancer. I did gymnastics. I played piano. So my parents put me in everything. Um, it wasn't until I was playing soccer um, and then kind of playing at a higher level. I was playing um, rep soccer. And then, like, my coach was like, you are so fast. Like, why don't you try out track and field? And so my dad put me in track and field. I did it for fun, of course. I competed. Yeah. Um, but started to, like, break records. And wow. people were, like, really, you know, like, saying like scouting me for things. But, and- sorry, are
0: you in track and field? Like, did your school, because I remember, like, my school, we just all had to do it anyway. For sure, right. Were you put it in, like, separate ex- track and ex- field? Yes, Like, exactly. more of an extracurricular? There you go, right. Oh, okay. So
1: I was doing track and field for a club. Okay. So club track and fields. Um, And so, yeah, and we would travel to places and things like that. And I was doing really well, I was excelling in track and field. And so I started to put a little more emphasis on it. You know, I wasn't doing dancing anymore. Eventually I quit soccer. Um, just to put more um, of my priority into track and fields. And was it all track, was it all field, was it kind of some of both? Right, good question. So I actually was a sprinter and a jumper, okay. I did the 100, 200, long and triple jump. And then Hold on,
0: 100, 200. Okay, that's so funny. Like not to say that I'm anywhere even close to <laughs> your caliber of athleticism, but right. those are the four things that I also did well in Really? As well. Cuz I feel like you're so- somewhat either of like a long 100 person or like or a short sprinter. or like yes, yeah exactly. And then the, it's weird There's that so the like, long and triple jumps
1: sort of coincide 100 with of like, course because when you're a jumper especially when you're younger you can you might do the high jump the long jump the triple jump so i just happened to do really well in long and triple then started to really excel in long and sorry in triple jump even more and then i got recruited from like a few universities i actually got recruited by 20 something universities
0: 20 universities are you yeah, kidding me and how yeah. are these people even finding you so
1: after you get to a certain level um you go to track meets you go to track meets and, you know, they see you, um, like, they see your results. They see where you come from and so on and so forth. And then they, when you get to grade 11, they can reach out to you. And they sent letters, which was pretty cool. It's a great experience, like, going through that. Wow. Yeah. What, can you name me, like, maybe top five or something that reached yes. out to you? Yes. So USC, Miami. Where's that, California? Yeah, USC is California. Okay. University of Miami, where I, I ended up going to. Uh, Louisiana State University. Um what was that one in your Cornell University. Oh yeah, Cornell. Is that that's Ivy League, no? Yeah, yeah. Ivy League. Uh San Diego State University. Damn, all these things yeah, nice Nebraska. Nebraska was so cold. And it was such a great university, and they had a great program, but the weather was just Yeah, fuck. You I could, could, st- yeah. you could <laughs>
0: stay here and be cold. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I could not do that one and San Diego State. Nice. I think I said that already, but I anyways, think, yeah. yeah. But San Diego State. So there was So like, no Canadian universities. <sighs> no, so this is the thing. Canada doesn't really give full rides right um I could have had my school paid for through athletics Canada because I I was I was at that level but I wanted to go away like go away with the experience um like my scholarship alone at Miami was worth $63,000 US dollars right so it's like they put a lot of emphasis into sports so it's like if I can go away why not totally I would too
0: I have a couple of questions and comments about what you just said so number one I have such a beef also with Canada and like why wouldn't they recognize such unbelievable homegrown talent? And, like, why wouldn't they jump? Like, I admire so much how the U.S. is like, oh, like, they're everywhere. And they're like, oh, you're fast, you're
1: good, we want you. It's amazing how they invest. And, of course, like, I mean, there is incentive for them because they make millions and billions of dollars, of course, with the NCAA. But,
0: But sorry, I'm so sorry. this, This goes right into my comment. I'm so sorry, I never do this. But, so, my question to you is, I'm wondering, like, this is what I would think that the process would be in their heads. Yes. They see a track and field person, I'm I'm assuming they're thinking Olympics. Right. Because there's not like, you know, the NBA, like there, there's no other for like sure. high caliber competition. For sure. But can you even compete for them because you're born for, in For Canada? the US.
1: No, you can't. So unless you right. marry or you get like your citizenship. But to be honest, as a Canadian, I mean, the US... Competition is so high. So, if you can compete for your own country, definitely. For them, they recruit you for the NCAA, and that's Which, where they tell get. Yes, yeah, so NCAA is kind of like they're governing. They're governing sports body for uni you know, for D one D one universities, and they make money like through through with whether it's the. You know, like the college football, whatever sports okay. for college you know college sports it's a billion dollar industry oh okay. yeah, and so like they recruit you because you know you do well and you make that the makes sc- sense you make the school money, the coaches get rich, and so right. it's such a great experience, but however, a lot of athletes, especially for football players, get their bodies beaten like yeah. beaten up, and you come out and you may not even be go to the pros Trusted, right yeah. so i mean. There is positives to it. Um, you know, I was out there, you get a stipend every month. And What's things. that, like an allowance? Yeah, like an allowance, right? Um, you know, you get free gear and all that great stuff, but of course, like, you are a full-time athlete and a full-time student, mm-hmm. and so. And
0: what was your minimum, first of all, what, why'd you choose Miami?
1: Um, so Miami, the campus was gorgeous. Um, They're a private school and they had an amazing academic program and a great athletic program. So it was kind of like well-rounded and also, I had some family there, so it kind of just, oh, it kind okay. all came together, yeah. Like cousins or something? or Yeah, some cousins there, nice. which was nice. So on the weekends, I would go to Fort Lauderdale and hang out with them, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so it, was, it was perfect.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you so no, much, but I had hit. like a thousand
1: questions. <laughs> no
0: Because so, I was like, why would they hire, why would they recruit in Canada if, but that no, makes sense. No, for sure, for sure.
1: But also, I mean, Canadians... Canada loves hockey. So like yeah. they will put all their money into hockey. It's true. Um, and like I said, they will so for example, I got my masters paid for through Canada. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. So like they, they do some things for their top athletes. They could do a lot more, right? But this
0: is probably after you've already competed in the, the Olympics, right? Not Ex- before. Exactly, exactly. So So okay, so you choose Miami. You went there, I'm assuming,
1: for four years. So I graduated a year early. So I graduated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I took just like mad credits hustled and um, graduated a year early so i can come back to compete professionally
0: yeah. nice and
1: what um like minimum gpa did you have to
0: maintain to stay out there so this is the
1: thing i, I think for the majority of athletes i believe you might need a what is that what is the gpa like a 3.9 or something like that or? no like so 4.0 is your max right so right. if you have like a three i graduated with a 3.7 yeah yeah so I I, you. I I graduated with a really good gpa um, i was on the dean's list um, but to maintain, to be on to be on the team, I believe you might need like a two point something. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's like a little bit more lax. No, exactly. Because exactly. otherwise,
0: like you're dying. You're you know, hundred percent a young like, kid, really, yeah, really, like eighteen yeah. to it's, twenty. It's you know, and you have these two full
1: time like things it's happening. A hundred percent. Yes, it's no joke. Yeah. Six o'clock a.m. practices. You're training six days a week. Sometimes two a days. Were you doing any partying whatsoever? No. You know what? One thing I look back at. I didn't party much. So I had all of teammates that did that partied and but for me, like I was like really in my books. You know, I had a few friends that we would hang out and chill in style. I'm really a homebody to be honest with yeah. you, but I wasn't like partying and drinking, going hard drinking. No, I didn't have the time and I was tired I was trying to get out early, and I was trying to like you know do well. So yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. I mean, those are the better priorities for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, I think sure, yeah. anyone looking <laughs> back would rather they did that. <laughs> but like, it's it's hard. Like I know for me, like I partied like crazy in, in those years. No, so like, which is a good thing though. I would be like massively torn. Yeah. Like I would just probably be yeah. that person that like came hung over, but then like you, you don't like, right. You don't, uh, output at that when you're doing exactly. that. Right. So like, what do you do? You're so funny. <laughs> but no, that's amazing. It's, it, and it's really, um, remarkable discipline at that age. Like you're in Miami, no, for especially sure. it's South warm. Beach, of like, course, yeah, of it's course. like party capital of North America. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like amazing discipline. And then to graduate with such a great yeah, uh, average. Yeah
1: and I did pretty well at university for sure that's awesome and were you doing any like competitions throughout university oh for sure like we would be competing sometimes every week um like so the ncaa it's it's an aggressive schedule so you train you compete you have conference championships you have the ncaa championships. so it was definitely go 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 so you're tired like your body's beaten up sometimes and plus you got to do well in school um so yeah we competed all the time
0: nice and were, were, were like, um, were you, like, guaranteed going to the Olympics pretty much in your head? like, oh, what gosh, was your? No, no, not at all. Like, I mean... Did you even consider it?
1: Yeah, I did. For, I mean, of course. Like, um, for most athletes, going to the Olympics is, like, the final goal, right? I mean, yeah. not that it means everything, but you would love to be able to go and see that you went to the Olympics. Of course. Um, and there was times where I thought, you know, oh, my God, I would love to qualify. I think I can do it. But there's also times where it's like, you know, I don't know if I'm there at that level yet. Mm-hmm. So, as well as I did at university... I still had a lot of work to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, um, yeah. So you graduated from there
0: early, and then came home to Toronto. I came
1: back. I trained. So came back here with my coach. Um, at that time, I was also sponsored by Nike. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I was competing. And did Nike Canada.
0: find you? Uh, find you through NTWA? Like no. So no.
1: So through your agent. So like, okay, of, course of course they know it. about you. Of course, like while you're competing, but your agent does that work for you. You know, okay. like, they get you sponsors and things. What's like the that.
0: order of operations? Like, do you get an agent first, then a coach, coach, then an agent. So like an
1: agent will reach out to you, especially like at track meets when they see you doing well or, you know, or you're referred to an agent, you, you contact them, you meet with them. And then from there they get you into track meets across the world and they get you sponsorship. That's the whole point, right? You want to go compete and make money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um, so sorry. You, uh, came back, you were sponsored
1: and, um, what were you telling me and also and com- yeah, compete for Canada I'm getting a stipend from them as well like an allowance from like the government yes yeah, so like so like oh. top athletes will get like an allowance um, which is helpful right because they want you to be able to focus and compete at your best so you don't have to work uh, so that was really nice and so I came back competed started to you know competed on the circuit the track and field circuit in Europe and so on nice and then yeah, so then yes then my journey to the Olympics began and um happened to i got injured in 2008 actually in january and never thought that i would you know bounce back in time to qualify so i went to greece when were qual- qualifiers they started in april okay because so, Olympics are in august right yeah, exactly yes okay. so they start, I started they started about march april um yeah march april because outdoor season i uh, went to greece like one of the islands off of greece for a track meet amazing track meets And I went there, and even after the surgery, like you know, I was able to rehab, get myself back into shape, get myself together, and went down there and qualified and jumped the A standard, which is also at the time the Canadian. Um, record, so. Wow.
0: Yeah, so it was really great experience. Hold on, A standard, is that triple jump?
1: So A standard is almost like, so for Olympics, there's A standard, there's B standards, and like, there's like different variations of what you have to get to qualify for the Olympics for each country. Okay. And so I jumped like the A standard, which is like the ultimate standard. So once you jump A standard, you're going to the Olympics. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And
0: so what is, is that like a measurement of like length that
1: yes, you Yes, for jumped? sure. So for any A standard, it's like whether you run the 100 meter, whether you run the The 200, long jump, 800, there's an A standard for every event. And so what I jumped was 6 meters, 82. That was for the long jump. That was the A standard. Holy
0: fuck. (laughs) I I can't remember exactly what I used to get when I was a kid, but I feel like I I remember getting, like, I don't even know, like, 1.8 or almost 2 meters. And I was, like, excited about (laughs) it. because I was, I was like one of the no, better people more than in my that. school okay i don't remember like what would be average but sure, i know six sure. is like a far so, yeah, distance yeah six
1: yeah, six something like so anything like above like 660 is pretty good 650
0: i feel like not very many people can do that <laughs> <laughs> that's a far di- well six feet is yes. like a full like yeah. tall person right, and right. Then, like six meters <laughs> is like way more longer than that Jesus. So sorry. So you did the a. So and then as soon as you get that, the, yeah. and, and so, so how how did you know that it was like
1: who? What was the so, uh, record that you beat? Right. So the record that I beat was okay. you know what? To be honest with you, I don't even know what that record was. It could have been six seventy something, um, for Canada that was standing for a while, um, but I remember like listening to what like my mark was and then calling my coach and him saying that's the a standard and i was like really and then like him sending me the information and i'm like oh my gosh amazing so i was like i was super excited that's amazing that's yeah, so super exciting. excited yeah yeah.
0: so after that it's guaranteed so you qualified I Qualify. And then...
1: i have more meets after that of course like to get prepared and things like that but i ended up having like some really serious ankle issues like during you know during my time as an athlete and it was a bit rough like my journey to the olympics was kind of like up and down challenging I also did triple jump as well. So I'm both jumpers, long and triple.
0: Is that what you ended up doing in
1: the Olympics? Or did you do any jump. Yeah, oh, I did, did long jump in the, in the Olympics. Um, oh, no. They let me go for one event. Think I didn't get to do triple jump, but I did long jump. Yeah.
0: Why did you want to pick long?
1: Um. Well, they picked it for me. Like, oh, I mean, they like it. at that time, like I had jumped like a really great jump for a long jump, and I guess they want they wanted me to focus on one event. Yeah. Triple so hard on my body anyway, and I was having right. some ankle issues. So, I mean, I guess it was kind of a good decision at the time.
0: Nice. Yeah. And did you go there with a team of Canadians? Oh,
1: 100 percent. Because they yeah, they obviously would have prepared in the other right right right. Or yes. Competed sorry
0: in the other. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. How many uh, were there? You know what? I can't remember. Like so the track team alone I mean you know I can't remember how much there was but like of course we go with all the team we go with basketball players we go with like all types oh, of oh right at, yeah, I guess like everybody
0: is did you guys like fly over together oh, or of does course, everyone... yeah? oh that's majority
1: amazing. flies over together like I remember we flew over and we actually stay. our base was in Singapore so we went from Singapore we stayed there we trained then from Singapore over to Beijing. That is so unbelievable. So, you're in a foreign country with all
0: people from home yeah, who awesome. have like all reached the pinnacle of yeah, yeah. what they've been, you know, training their Dorothy whole tours, life to right, do. Right. That is like got to be an yeah. unbelievable experience. Yeah, it was a
1: great. It was like, I must say, like, if there's one part in my life that I wish I could go back and redo and relive it again, it was like the time I went to the Olympics. That's sure. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you
0: make uh, friends while you were over there? Like, oh, 100%. Others?
1: Like, I mean, of course, like being on the circuit um, throughout the year like I see people there at the Olympics and so it's like you know you kind of like rekindle it with those relationships mm-hmm. um those friendships but I um, mean yeah, you meet more and more people you stay in touch with them which is so great yeah that's amazing yeah so what
0: how did you end up placing when you um so there?
1: overall what was my placing overall at the olympics i believe i placed 10th nice. however some women have fallen off be fallen off because of steroids and things like that oh, yeah because they crazy, go back afterwards. right oh a hundred percent and then do you
0: get notified that your rank has yeah increased. yeah of course so
1: i think oh. I, I think right now like i may have i may be eighth or ninth nice. yeah yeah so, yeah i mean the one thing like you know i regret is like not being able to go there and compete at my best right like i jump i went there i didn't jump my best jump and i could have Um, What makes you say that? Things happen. I mean, my jumps that I had, like, were behind the board. Maybe I was, you know, who knows what it could have been. But sometimes it doesn't always come together. And, of course, you want it to come together at those major meets. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always happen like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: But still, you were up against how many um, contestants in the long jump? Oh, gosh, so many. Like, there's probably. Like, all the countries, right? Yeah, for sure. All countries. So,
1: it could have I don't even remember exactly how many. Could have been 60, 70. You know? So you're still in like top, you know, 90 ish yeah.
0: percentile, yeah. which is unbelievable. Yeah, for
1: sure. Thank you. That's
0: amazing. Thanks so much. And then did you ever, um, like after the Olympics or after you did that, after you yeah. uh, placed everything, were you kind of just like, okay, it's done now? Or for did sure, you? For sure. Yeah, like moving yeah? on.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, there's different parts of your life as an athlete. So it's like Olympics, great. But your goal, of course, is to like, come back and compete again and get ready for the the next olympics i was gonna say because there's
0: lots of people that go to like five
1: olympics in a row no for sure right and that's the thing like people some people stay in it and they keep going and keep going i mean sport is awesome but i after some time so i competed and after i continued to compete for a couple years um got extremely injured in 2001 i think 2010 2011 i'm um, in practice tore my ligaments completely from the bone in my ankle oh, shit. and so yeah it was it was crazy but anyway it's like you know for me it was time to move on like you know mm. you're injured i could have stayed with it and kept rehabbing and continued to olympics but my goal now was like new chapter in my life yeah what's next you know and what was next so what was next was i went back to school i uh, got my matches at u of t in industrial relations and hr nice um and why'd you choose that to be honest with you i feel like i just rushed it like i think after sport and being stressed out feeling like i have to start a new journey it was like you know what okay there's so many jobs in hr let me get my masters to, to really be a competitor climb the corporate ladder like all <laughs> of these crazy things i was thinking to myself yeah um, but not really truly thinking about like what i want to do and what i'm passionate about so did all of that worked in marketing worked in great jobs at coca-cola monster energy you know worked in consultancy firms but didn't like it you know so um, worked a while um, within corporates and then decided like this is not for me like I just do like what I'm passionate about like what I love what I like what makes me happy and then I decided to start like my when I got laid off from my job I started my fashion line online store Amazing yeah. and what what's it called again? It's called Anisa. Anisa and why'd yeah. you name it that? Um, so my middle name is Hasina. Oh, and so I do not want to really like use my middle name per se, but want to kind of do a twist to it. So it's my middle name spelled backwards.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait, Hasina is Hasina, your middle name an and an then
1: Anisa. Oh, with an H. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: that's I love that. It's <laughs> so you. interesting.
1: Yeah. So just basically just doing you know starting my line and you know starting it slow right. Like my goal is not to be like a big brand name designer but I would love to just be able to create amazing outfits for women and men um, make money from it but also you know I'm working with my own personal brand I do a lot of mentoring and influencing with young children you know Um, I'm into investments with my husband so I'm just trying to build an empire for myself whatever that looks like but I just know for sure I want to do what I love yeah you know
0: and so when did you learn that um
1: like fashion was going to be a part of that empire so I've always loved fashion. Like, even when I competed in the Olympics, I was wearing fishnet stockings. Like <laughs> I just always did things to stand out. I would make my own clothes. You know, recreate styles that I had in my closet. So I always knew that I wanted to be part of fashion. I didn't know how exactly, um, but fashion was always like a part of what I wanted to do with my life or with my business. So on that leave, I was like, I just gotta start something. Just gonna try, you know? Like start making skirts. They sold out. And, oh, yeah, And then it was like, where did you make your sales? Um. So. They were online, so I do almost all my sales online, or I go to trade shows, um, but even before I even had a website, like, when I was on mat leave and building this with a, a partner of mine, a friend at oh, first, okay, good. we started the skirts at first, and then we sold them out, and then it was like, you know what, I still want to continue to do this, and then decided to, like, work out, reach out to a manufacturer, um, and then just continue designing and, you know creating for people. So. I'm just trying, you know. Nice, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: And what does your line consist of
1: today? So right now, I skirts, blazers, and bombers. So I love jackets. I love blazers. Sick. I love bombers. And so I really want to continue to, to go that route and do jackets and bombers and blazers for women and men. Mm-hmm. Um, so like right now, that's exactly what I'm working on
0: nice yeah. and um like i think a lot of people would probably assume that you would maybe go into like athletic wear For, of course because of
1: your hundred percent background assume, yeah.
0: <laughs> um but is it any like are, what's your main like are your skirts um more like businessy like so or? they're
1: like a-line skirts with like a sexy oh, slit okay. they're high-waisted and they're dramatic colors dramatic prints so currently i was using a lot of and car prints like really like just bold beautiful colors um and i want to mix it in with because i love black i love white i love simple colors but I sometimes i want a pop of color so I just want to create different stuff. Um, whether it's using Ankara fabrics and Ankara prints or just like Ankara? An, are you saying Ankara? So, Ankara. So Ankara is like prints and fabrics from like Africa.
0: Oh, Yeah, okay. yeah. And
1: they're just like beautiful prints and they're bold and they're different. So like if you go to my website, you'll see like my jackets are super bold. Nice. But I also have like black and white jackets. And so my goal is like even going into 2020 and the, when I create my new line... I want to do maybe maybe less of the Ankara prints and kind of experiment with just other simple and solid fabrics. Nice. Yeah. And, like, what was... I know
0: um, people always have this question for designers especially. What was um, sort of, like, your first step to starting all of this? Like, did like, do you sew?
1: For, so I do sew, but because of my goal, I don't want to be the person just, like, hovering over a sewing machine and spending my day sewing. I think mm-hmm. it's such an amazing skill. Um, and I'm not... I'm not that as an advanced seamstress I want to design I want to create and then be able to give my ideas and designs to a manufacturer and then they build it for me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so my part was mainly kind of like what do I want to do what do I love what I want to create I'm working with a team of people like pattern makers other seamstresses understanding the fabrics that I'm using um, and then of course working with the manufacturing team to kind of bring it to life
0: nice and is all your stuff made in In canada Canada,
1: yes all made in canada awesome
0: that more and i'm hearing that more and more i think people are feeling the pressure but then at the same time like it is a challenge like have you run into challenges
1: doing it here big time so that's the thing like who knows in the future what will happen if i want because i might want to get into leathers and doing leathers here is very difficult it's very expensive and there's things that there's challenges that even manufacturers in canada face that they can't do certain things here yeah right and and also. Also, to produce here is extremely expensive. Yeah. But the benefit is, you know, I don't make a thousand and tens of thousands of pieces. I might make 50 or a hundred. Mm-hmm. And so you can do that here in Canada. You yeah, know what I mean? and, totally. And you can be there to see what's going on and to like feel what's happening and know. And speak English in your time zone know, to the person making your stuff. 100%, <laughs> right? And, so, and you know, it's like good quality and we don't have like issues with labor standards. So yeah. it's like people aren't working 20 hours in a sweatshop getting stuff done, you know? So, yeah yeah good conditions
0: yeah for sure i think that's gonna be such a like it already is a hot topic but i've had some like conversations with some other designers recently about yeah. how um like because it's obviously been a movement for a while like made in canada blah blah, blah and of like course. sustainability but like when you actually some like sometimes when you're looking at like manufacturers and and what's happening here like lots of the time it isn't sustainable for the person to be sustainable no and that's the thing exactly no one's really talking about the other part of that and like of course Yes, like Moose Knuckles and Canada Goose, and like actually, which I don't even think is 100% made here. I think a lot of it is. Um, I don't know about 100% of their product. No, for sure. But um, like those businesses are able because their MOQs are They're, massive and of like course, they have bankroll. But then right. like the littler people starting Small out, right.
1: smaller companies, it is harder. Like, and of course, that's the thing. It's, you know, you have to understand, even when you're, when you, build your brand in Canada it's also more expensive so it takes someone who really appreciates fashion and appreciates the fact that it's made in Canada because you're gonna pay more for it Mm -hmm. right because you're paying a premium Yeah. Um, and many people will we have so many trade shows where it's like made in Canada made in land and people wanna buy Canadian wear Mm -hmm. right so but you're right I mean there will come a time depending like how far you wanna go how deep you wanna do your you know as a designing entrepreneur um, you might you may have to consider making it elsewhere. And so that's just a decision that you have to decide if you want to make or not.
0: Totally. Um,
1: What year are you in in your fashion
0: business? Um,
1: So this will be, I'll be going into year two. Nice. Yeah.
0: And how have you... It's uh,
1: been going really good. Like, it's been going really awesome and um, just, like, getting a lot of love, you know? Um, Because I'm so... So, to be honest with you, I mean, I wish I could put 100% into it, but because, like, I'm doing so many different things, you know? Yeah. Um, And like I said, my goal is not to become, like, a big... Fashion designer, like who makes millions of clothes, I just want to be able to do it on a scale where people can still wear my stuff and can, can still right. appreciate it and I can still sustain and, and have a living from it, you yeah know? yeah totally
0: so um I'm right there with you like i I totally agree in like building an empire yeah, and like for sure. and having a few like I think for some people it works to like be one hundred percent in one thing and it works right. very well for them 100%. and then others want a, their hand in a couple of pots and doing yes, a yes. few different things um so you have that um, I yeah. know that you have already done a TED talk or are doing a TED talk? Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, so I'm
1: actually like working Yeah, So like um it's actually coming up soon. I, should, I don't talk about it much yet because yes, it's not, not really also, Yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to. Yes. Don't um, feel pressured but yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. as many details as you can no, give for me sure, but it's it. going to be exciting. Um I can't wait to be able to kind of like voice and talk about things that are so important in our society. Um, I in think Canada, in, or like in Canada, in the world, okay. in the US. So I can't take the topic now, but okay. soon you can tune into my um, into my Instagram in November, and I'll be able to kind of talk more about you know. The coming up of the day and um maybe not the topic yet but it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a really great topic that you know whether you're black white man women that you can understand this topic and you know really see it for what it is you
0: nice know? so you have not done the talk yet not yet just
1: rehearsals and yes stuff, exactly right? yes, and yes, where yes. is it taking place it's gonna be taking place in oshawa so they're actually building oh. like yeah they're building an amazing facility right now it's almost done um, like tedx the company yes exactly. oh my yes. god so there's gonna
0: be a lot held there though.
1: It should be, so I don't really know how the TEDx like, process really works, but it could be. I mean, they're building a facility um, specifically for this, but now, of course, it's at a school. Okay. Now they'll be able to kind of have other, house other amazing events there. So, right, of yeah, course. That's excited. amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so you have your fashion, you have like that. Yeah, I
1: also, me and my husband started an, an elite training program, a sports program for athletes. Oh
0: yeah, because your husband is a...
1: And also an athlete. He was an athlete, so we competed together. Right. He's an amazing coach. So like coaches like some of like the top And track athletes. and field as well? Exactly, yes, yes. Um, track or field or both? No, no, he didn't just track. So he was a sprinter, okay. one and two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so now we train all athletes whether it's basketball volleyball hockey we're kind of like um, a strength speed and development program and so I'm trying to pair that with um, motivational stuff so I'm also getting my accreditation in life coaching and health coaching I want to be able to help just young people women men young people especially helping them achieve their goals, like whatever that looks like to them, whether it's within sports, whether it's in with their career, just helping them hold accountability for what they want to do in life. So, yeah. That's
0: amazing. And what type of programs are you offering right now? Like, maybe like, um, I don't know, like spe- uh, not yeah. speed skating. What's that no, called? No, for sure. Like so power skating? Yeah, yeah, so like
1: what we do is, um, so for example, I mean, you're a basketball player, but you might not have like the conditioning or the speed or the endurance. And so our goal is to work on, help you get faster, help you get stronger. You know oh. what I mean? So, so
0: not like your jump shot. No. No, no, no. Like the we don't stuff. do the
1: skills. We do just strictly the development of an athlete. An athlete has to nice. be well-rounded. You yes. need to work on your speed. You need to be strong. You need to have conditioning. And right. And so that's when you, you come to us for that. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And do you offer um, like year-round programs? Yeah, we do.
1: Yeah, so right now we're actually training right now, and it's a year-round thing.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And I guess you're super well-connected that like could you essentially get in touch with possibly potential Olympians as well
1: oh for sure like and a like- lot of my friends are, I mean with even within Durham are Olympians right so that would be my goal is like when I'm doing certain workshops whether it's athletic workshops whether it's like self-esteem confidence building workshops cause I'm pairing that all together I would love to have athletes come in and speak to like the athletes, you know. Mm -hmm. Like just to kind of see both sides of things. Like we all feel like, you know, we compete, go to the Olympics and just make money, but there's so much more to it. Probably a huge mental part of it. Oh a thousand percent, a thousand percent.
0: Nice. So you're training with um that's your guys's business together. Yes. And what did he end up? Like he didn't go to the Olympics. No, no, right? no, no. he
1: no no. He actually that year I went, he should have gone, but he was injured as well. Oh, so yeah, he got shoot. injured. Yeah, he was such a talented athlete, but um decided to he was injured, not to waste no more time and then go back to work. So he actually worked for the city of Toronto. Oh
0: okay. Yeah, nice. so it works
1: like a job with them uh, and now we just coach. He's a great coach. That's amazing. That's our business, yeah.
0: And then real estate
1: too, you said, right? Yes, yeah, so, exactly. So we actually have properties that we rent out, and so like my goal is to be able to like in 10-15 years just to chill and to (laughs) live my life and travel and so like our goal right now is just setting ourselves up for success you know what i mean like putting ourselves in a position where we don't have to be stressing and working overworking ourselves yeah before retirement you know so
0: do you have like a couple of like standalone homes or is it more of like
1: apartment situation yeah so it's more so um in the east end we have homes where we rent out
0: nice i feel like there's um or you tell me because you're probably more well-versed out there but is there more of a need of rental housing out there huge because there's not that much is there
1: because the thing is though i mean there's a need all over the gta so whether you're in toronto whether you're definitely in the city for sure but i mean right now with how things are going it's hard for people to buy houses yeah right and so there is a huge, huge need for rental everywhere. Pickering, Ajax, Whitby, Oshawa. Nice and so but the good thing about the East End is, you know, you can buy a lot lower than the city. Way, yeah. Right? And so like your your investment is a lot it's a lot better
0: totally yeah, yeah, yeah. the problem though is like even if, like if you're a first-time home buyer like you're so like fucked almost 100 yeah, but yeah. at least i don't know now justin Trudeau has has promised all these things oh, really? so we'll see if he's we'll gonna follow have, through with them sure. or not we'll ha- i mean at the end
1: of the day you can't stop the economy from going how yeah, it is right exactly. but I mean, if there were some more incentives for people to get into the market, even get their foot into the market, it would be super helpful.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Incentivize them. I think think that's what he is doing. Well, he's promised uh, anyway when he was campaigning that – if you are going to be buying in, I think it has to be technically Toronto though. Got it. Um, you're like, the, cause so right now yeah. there is a provincial land transfer tax and yeah. then there's a Toronto land transfer tax, which is psycho because we first, our first home that we ever purchased, my husband and I was outside of Toronto. Got it. And so it like the closing costs are a, a lot, but like you're like, they okay, it's, you kind of have a feel for things. And then we actually downsized, moved to Toronto cause we moved in, into a condo. And our closing costs were like literally double than what they were when we were living in a house because there's a Toronto land transfer tax as well. So I think Trudeau has said that he's gonna waive the Toronto land transfer tax for only first time homebuyers. But I wanna be like, can I rebate that? Because, like, (laughs) excuse me.
1: That's interesting. Well, that's good, though. I mean, honestly, like, like everybody they should... have to. 100%. Like, everybody, I feel like, should have the opportunity, especially for making... Even at minimum, if you're making $50,000, yeah, like, you should be able to have property. Yeah. Right? Like, when you're in the U.S., you can buy a house for, like, $200,000. Oh, my God. It's crazy.
0: I was just recently in Florida, um, near Fort Myers, in between Sarasota yeah. and Fort Myers, and... Um, i was like driving along the highway or whatever and i looked over and i saw a billboard and it was like brand new gated community home starting at a hundred thousand dollars it's ridiculous and i'm like why and do why? i live where i, I live It's like, madness and it's warm there yeah <laughs> like,
1: can you imagine that's the thing holy like you can live like a queen or king in certain parts of the u.s with how we live here yeah
0: it's like it, it, and like the jokes go on like i was even just watching somebody's like real estate account on instagram recently and it yeah. was like um well also i don't know if you you know the song if i had a million dollars yeah, by yeah. um it was like if i had a million dollars it was like in atlanta this is what you get in You're like right. st louis this is what you get and 100%. Toronto, it's, like, it's like piece of shit you can like, get- <laughs> it's like, it's it's like the shutters ridiculous. are off the thing, it's like a not even like, detached it's like in <laughs> like the worst part of town it's and, madness it's ridiculous it's so bad yeah yeah <laughs> My God! But at least you guys are, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure, building that part yeah, up. Yeah and, stuff and to, yeah, yeah,
1: and I love, I love the suburbs. So like, I love being outside the GTA anyway. So yeah,
0: yeah, you can come in and then leave yeah, at for your sure, user. exactly. And um, I know you have a, a child already, yes, like, I son do. or daughter.
1: a son. Nice. His, What's his, his name, name is D'Angelo. Ooh, yeah, he's so charismatic, so personable. Like he's like he's so much fun. Nice. Yeah, so he's um he's how old? You know, twenty. 22 months yeah so almost two years old o- almost 22 months yeah okay yeah he turns two in december december 30th oh wow yeah. oh my god i a can't New believe year's it movie. yeah
0: exactly that's awesome it's exciting and then you have another one on the way i know on the way so I, know, I know i know so, yeah my
1: little family's growing so that's is amazing cool. yeah yeah
0: And um, what sort of, do you have, like, I kind of have a feeling what you have planned for the future, but do you have anything that you want to get into that you haven't really started Uh, yet?
1: You know what? So everything that I want to start, I'm working towards right now. So like getting my life coach accreditation, because I would love to be able to set up my shop, um, have clients do my life coaching you know what i mean with Mm -hmm. with young people with as i mentioned with men with women and so that's a big part of what i want to do so i'm working towards that but anything else just continue with like investments um continue with my fashion you know continue with with the athletics and go from there nice
0: and um really quick on your fashion line um are you gonna add any ex-
1: uh, any other um like garments into oh for the, sure yeah. that's the go- oh definitely like i have like a a book of ideas of what i want to add no course oh, i mean good. with the fashion it's like it's a huge investment right yeah. and so it's like i want to just take my time with it like it's not my it's not my end all and be all but i love doing it and i love creating so yeah i definitely my goal for next year is to definitely add some more garments to it for sure so you'll see nice yeah. i can't wait. <laughs>
0: Um, so I would love to know about your favorite footwear yes. today. I love your
1: shoes. Thank you so they much. They are shoes that I would also like to wear. <laughs> I see wear. you in them, for sure. <laughs> um, but tell me about them. Yeah, so, I mean, I got these shoes. I mean, they're first of all, they're pink. And, like, you know, they're I love pink. I love anything that's, like, vibrant, out there. So I saw them. I love high tops. And so, Same like, sense. I am, like, I'm not a sneakerhead. I, I'm not just... I'm not a sneakerhead or any other type, you know, or or a stiletto, but I love all shoes. However, today, these shoes, I look at them, they're like, these are all me. You know, like, they're dramatic. Like, you know, when you see them, it's like, who is that? Like, what is she wearing? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got these shoes because they just have so much personality. Um, I can dress them up. I can dress them down. Uh, They're super comfortable. And like I said, not everybody has them. So, like, you won't see these on everybody. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm all about... I'm all about exclusivity. Exclusivity. Oh, goodness. I can barely talk. Exclusivity. Exclusivity, yes. Yeah. And, um, and just like limited editions. So that's why I got these shoes. Nice. Yeah.
0: Are they newer or...
1: Um... You know what? These came out... Was it last year? I believe last year, yeah.
0: All right, nice. Cool. And um, I would love if you would share a piece of advice to somebody who's walking a similar path to you. So maybe like a coming up athlete or something. For sure.
1: So um, at this time, of course, I mean, I promise off of being like a mompreneur, right? So Mm -hmm. being a mom and just balancing different things. Um, But... Go after it, like whatever you whatever you want to do. Like being a mom doesn't mean just raising your kids and just like living for everybody else. You gotta live for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to go back to school, whatever it is you want to do, um, put the time in, put the effort in, do it for yourself. Um, because like the end all, the end result of it is gonna be so worth it. Yes. Nice,
0: amazing. Nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I love to hear about your whole story (laughs) and the Olympics and everything. It would be so exciting. Thank you. Um, Okay, guys, that's it for this episode. And you can follow Tabia at Tabia Charles on Instagram. So it's just T A B I A C H A R L E S. And that's like a gateway, I'm assuming, to all of your stuff. Right? Like for sure, like fashion line. 100%. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Um, Also, you guys know that you can follow the podcast at Coming Up in My Sneakers. And if you're listening on Apple, Podcast, and you like my podcast, if you wanted to give me a five-star review, that would be great. I would love you guys so much. Uh, that's it. I'll talk to you guys ne- next week and don't get caught wearing dirty sneakers.